Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. It is a Saturday, which means we are answering your questions, and by we, I mean it's me, and I got my husband, Christopher, here. Hello. Hello. I was making fun of you when you put your headset on because you got a haircut after like, oh, wow. A month and a half, two months. <laughs> really, really long time. I'm like, you got to adjust that, that headset because your hair's a lot smaller. Yeah, my hats <laughs> fit better, though. <laughs> oh, dear. You probably went down on the scale, too. Maybe. Just as a function of uh, losing the, uh, you had wings out of your hats for a while there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Anyway, we're going to go out to brunch after this. I think we said the same thing last time we recorded, too. Uh, maybe. It's becoming a little bit of a, of a rhythm. It's nice. It is nice. Sunday Sunday brunch is a very nice thing. It is. And when we can, we go with friends, which is nice. Mm-hmm. But today, I think it's just us. It is just us. But that's nice, too. Also nice. You know what we're going to give away today? I didn't tell you this before um, we came I don't out. know. And it says prize. Nothing. <laughs> There's nothing. <laughs> I know, because I wanted to. I wanted to think about it, and I was going back through my DMs, and I'm going to stick with Sleep Plus today. Okay. I'm going to stick with Sleep Plus because I'm still every single day I'm getting messages about it. There so that's go. obviously like a hot thing for people. And if you haven't listened to, I don't know, the podcast ever or consistently, Sleep Plus is an all natural sleep supplement. The thing that I like about it most is that it does not contain melatonin. I am not a fan of supplementing for sleep with melatonin, but look, if you're doing it and it works for you, fantastic. Got nothing to say about that. The thing to know is that melatonin is a hormone naturally produced by the body. And so when we supplement with it, it can ultimately suppress production and cause more issues long-term. And the other thing is, it's not effective for a lot of people. For some people, melatonin works really well. Great, cool, whatever, do you. For a lot of people, it doesn't work at all. For me, melatonin causes crazy nightmares. And I know, I already, Chris is looking at me like, is it is it really? Because <laughs> I, have, I have crazy nightmares without melatonin, but on melatonin, it's like another level. So Sleep Plus is an all-natural sleep aid that does not contain melatonin. And I just, I think it's pretty fantastic. And a ton of people. Very generous prize. ton of people have trouble sleeping. And I think most people underestimate how important sleep is. One of the biggest changes that I've made in my own life in the last year or so is getting more sleep. When you say, like, I mean, I'm not the 4.30 a.m. alarm club anymore. When not pregnant? Absolutely. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I've pretty much been pregnant for the entire last year, more or less. Um, But... uh, it makes a big difference, extra sleep. So, yeah, that's what we're giving away today, and we will announce the winner at the end of today's episode. We got some, we got a wide variety of questions today. Yeah, we've got some health questions, some food questions, some personal questions, some business questions. Let's go. Very exciting. Hi there. 
Hi there. Had a suggestion for your Q&A podcast. I like when people do that. Please do that. If you're listening and you've got like just not even questions. Whoa, what was that? Something on your mind that you want. It was actually my computer. He's looking at my phone like, you screwed up. No, I didn't. It was my computer. Um, you still screwed up. Mute your computer. <laughs> I can't mute my computer. Yes, you can. Then I won't hear the play. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, if you not even have a question, if you just have something you are curious about, you'd like to hear more about, send it my way because we do these shows for you. So, okay, continue. We, we do. I have to use social media to promote my business. However, I find being on Facebook and Instagram tend to get me stuck in a comparison mindset. Any tips for avoiding this uh, if abstaining from social media altogether isn't an option? Sure. Do you ever compare yourself to someone in a movie? <laughs> they might. Because <laughs> social media is not real. Well, okay. People put the best stuff out there. Except you don't, me. You, you don't know, see the turmoils that people go through. Except don't, me. Don't do you compare know every... yourself to James Bond. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't watch TV for that very reason. Okay. The first thing I want to say about this, because <laughs> I know Chris is not comparing himself to James Bond. <laughs> I don't sure. compare myself to anybody on Facebook. Or ever, anywhere. It's, right? It's no point. Yeah. Okay. To me, anyway. I mean, everyone's different. Everybody is different. What this person said, I think, is very, very interesting. I find being on Facebook and Instagram get me stuck in a comparison mindset. Nuh-uh. You that get is, you stuck in a comparison exactly. mindset. Exactly. Exactly. It's got nothing to do with social media and everything to do with how you think about social media. Let's talk about business for a second because this person is saying, I'm using it to promote my business. And when I'm on there, I'm comparing myself to other people. And business or no business, I see this happen a lot. In the context of business, this person has more followers than I do. This person's feed looks more curated. This person gets more engagement, this, that, and the other. In business, I feel so strongly about this. This is just one woman's opinion, but I feel very strongly about this. Being in business has nothing to do with beating somebody else who's in business. Being in business has to do with serving the people you serve. So when you get on social media, you're not there to put up a post that looks better or gets more engagement than Sally Joe business owner down the road. No offense, Sally Joe. No, like go crush it. Do you? But you are showing up on social media. You're not there for being better than Sally Joe. You are there to serve your people. So this is not a Facebook, Instagram, social media problem. This is the essence of what I mean when I say we need to become better thinkers. Okay? If you go on social media and you convince yourself that it's important or it's relevant what somebody else in, in business is doing and if they're ahead of you and, oh, my gosh, they had – this hugely successful launch and I didn't even get any responses to mine. That's not what you're in business for. I could find, and, and this is true at any stage of business, day one of primal potential, today in primal potential, 10 years from now in primal potential, there are people that are going to be doing it better than me. There are people that are going to be doing worse than me. And none of it has anything to do with my purpose in business, which is to show up to serve the people that show up for my information. I'm not trying to be more put together, more consistent, more polished than anybody else. There's two objectives. You want to be there to serve who you serve, right? And you want to be there 
to get better than you were yesterday. So that's your comparison. If you if you feel like you compare yourself, compare yourself today to 10 months ago. Or yesterday. Yeah. Right? I mean, I everybody that's the knows. That's you get stuck in. I do not against like. yourself. Yeah. Because that's growth in business. Growth in business is not, hey, look, you did better than Sally Joe this week. That doesn't put money in your bank account. I feel like we're picking on Sally Joe. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I don't think Sally Joe's a listener. We're going to get emails from Sally Joe's <laughs> <Yeah>, now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's going to blow up. It's about to blow up. Um, Why does Elizabeth hate Sally Joe? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to get Sally Joe? Jeez. You're not there. You don't get paid based on performing better than Sally Joe. You get paid from your own growth and improvement, from the people that you serve. That is the perspective you choose. You are in control of if you think of it in terms of what everybody else is doing, or if you think of it in terms of those two things I said, showing up to serve your person and showing up to be better than you were the other day. I don't like social media. I don't personally enjoy it. It's not something that I look forward to putting time into. It's not something, quite frankly, that I invest a lot of energy into, but I also know that it's very important for my business. Little things like I told Chris the other day, trying to do more reels on Instagram. Do you know that I could compare myself to a thousand other people who are crushing it in reels and mine look lame next to them? But that has no bearing on my business. What has bearing on my business is the fact that I'm doing that now and seeing more engagement than last week or the week before. That is the heartbeat of your business. Are you getting better and are you serving the people that you are there to serve? This has nothing to do with social media and everything to do with your mindset, how you perceive it. For the rest of your life, you can go in there and make it about what everybody else is doing. They look better on camera. They have better lighting. They must have editors that I don't want to pay for right now or I don't feel I can pay for right now. You can make it about that. But you can also, and I encourage you to, make it about who you serve and being better than you were yesterday. And I could go off on a tangent there, but I won't. We'll stop there. You may proceed, sir. I, I will proceed then. Okay. I recently remembered the podcast where you detailed us the procedure to freeze the eggs. And my question is, would you do the procedure if you knew that Amare, the right diet and lifestyle, can really help you with fertility? I'm going to go ahead and say yes, you would. Yeah. And you and I have talked about this. You think it's Doing a great it gift for an 18-year-old daughter. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just let everybody... This is freezing eggs in my body, not freezing eggs in the kitchen. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make sure because we have context, but a listener might be like, freezing? Why would you freeze eggs? Uh, it's, uh, yeah. We, eggs we, from we, your ovaries. We talked about it being a great gift to a, an, a, a young adult female. Yeah. And... You know, if they don't want to jump right in, the younger yeah. the egg, the more healthy and more likely it is to be a successful implantation or fertilization. Yeah, I've said to so. Chris before that I would love to financially be in a position, and and I and you know I think we are in that position, and I want to remain in that position to offer that to any of our daughters when they're graduating from college or going into college, so that they never have to feel time pressure around having children. Yeah. So I do believe very, very strongly that diet and lifestyle play a very, very underrated and critical in, uh, role in fertility, for sure, for sure. But there are some things like the age of your eggs, they're just aging, right? Now, 
if you're eating like crap and you're not working out and you're stressed to the max, you're going to age them faster. Just, just like, like the your rest skin. of your body. Yeah, I mean. just like anything else. But, and when this person reached out to me and basically was saying like, hey, you froze your eggs, what was it, like three years ago? Four Something years? Something like that. Yeah, maybe three and a half years ago. Um, would you do it again knowing what you know now? Not only did I say yes, I said I think we might. In fact, we were planning on doing that right before I found out I was pregnant this time. Mm -hmm. We already had the appointment booked to go in and do another round, and here's why. I'm 37, almost 38. So old. <laughs> now the emails are coming. Time to they're, trade in for a younger model. <laughs> they're coming for you. <laughs> uh, but in terms of fertility... And our family goals. Now, if I just wanted one or two kids, I wouldn't, wor no, I wouldn't worry about it at all. I feel very, very confident that with my health and Chris's health and modern medicine, whatever, even just lifestyle, we could have two kids, God willing, without that sort of thing. And I've got eggs, but I don't have a lot. I only froze eight successfully, and that doesn't mean that eight will thaw or implant or be fertilized successfully. It's a numbers game there. Yeah. So when... We lost Dagny. We had a conversation with the doctor that I worked with years ago when I froze my eggs. And she basically said, given that we want to have a large family, given my age, that she would actually recommend that we go ahead as young as possible for me and do another round of egg retrieval just so we have that there, even if we then get pregnant naturally right. for, for pregnancy three, for pregnancy four, for pregnancy five seven on through 12 right? <laughs> that that those eggs are there for us because every month there's just fewer of them period yeah. as women we are born with the maximum number of eggs we're ever going to have they, as opposed to men more yeah men produce sperm every day right that doesn't fall off for women you are born with eggs in your ovaries you don't make more if you do an egg harvest when you're 18. Now, obviously, there are other factors, health and genetics and all of those kinds of things, but you might effortlessly get 20 or 30 eggs. Whereas for me, when I did it in my early 30s, we felt good about me getting eight, you know? So not only would I do it again, I think we will do it again after this, this delivery, most likely. Mm -hmm. We'll do another cycle, freeze my eggs, and then we'll decide... Do we want to have next baby naturally, or do we want to go into the freezer and grab an egg? Natural, naturally. Sounds less expensive. <laughs> well, for sure. But there's other factors, right? My age sure. becomes a factor. And, but we're going to try, gosh darn it. And if we want multiples becomes a factor. There's just, just a lot of factors. Yeah. It's not for everybody, but to answer the question, I would for sure do it again. Yes. Yeah. So short answer what I said to begin with, yes. I know. Chris <laughs> is like, when, when we're just in the kitchen having a conversation... He wants me to accelerate it like threefold. If, if he could do what we can do on podcasts in like triple time speed, that's how he wants me to talk. But it's not just that he wants me to get to it faster. He wants me to say less to get there. <laughs> There's so many words the that aren't necessary. The answer is no. There. There's a short one for you. Not happening. What's the next question? Oh, gosh. How do you push back self-doubt? I do believe there are ways to push back self-doubt. But the most important thing here is do it with doubt. Yeah. Doubt's not a bad thing. Yeah. This is what I call a false wall. It is an imagined barrier. I want to do this, but I doubt myself. I want to do this, but I doubt myself. 
Newsflash. You can do it with doubt and 98% of the people that are doing it are doing it with doubt. You ever do something because somebody else doubted you? Do it because you doubt you. Yeah, like it, it is not, it is a false wall because it is not a real barrier. Can you doubt that you can get through the workout and get started and do it anyway? Yes, absolutely. Can you doubt that you can write a book and get started writing anyway? Absolutely. Can you doubt that you can get this new job and proceed with the process anyway? Absolutely. This is not a real barrier. Do it with doubt. One of the most effective ways to overcome self-doubt is to take action in the face of it, and that builds confidence. You can't solve this in your head, and you don't need to solve this in your head before you get in action. So do it with doubt, and know that one of the best ways, I mean, the opposite of self-doubt is confidence, right? Believing in yourself and sort of having this notion that you'll figure it out, you'll find a way. That comes from action. If that means that you need to start with doubt, start with doubt. There is nothing that truly you cannot do just because you doubt yourself. There's nowhere where that is a wall. Anything you can think of that you would want to do, you can do it with doubt. Yeah. Honestly, absolutely everything. Even if you think you can't. There is, there is not much that I do that I do with certainty that it's going to go well. There's a seed of doubt. I, I, I mean, aside from like, driving to the grocery store. Pretty pretty confident in my ability to drive to the grocery store. But whether it's writing a book, growing the podcast, uh, being able to move forward with the next phase of the renovation that we want to do that's totally absurd. And completely absurd. It's completely absurd. I mean, it would be great. And requires us moving out for an extended period of time and a six-figure investment. But that's neither here nor there. I have a ton of doubt. That's not an actual barrier. Yeah. I can doubt the process. I can doubt the outcome. I can doubt our finances the whole damn way through. And one of the best ways to build self-confidence is to not be the kind of person who acts as though that is a real wall when it's a false wall. Mm -hmm. That's a very good point. Well, I'm really glad you think so. You don't really experience doubt, do you? Uh, Sure, sometimes. Really? I just don't tell you about it. Like in terms of what? What's something where you would have doubt? I don't really experience doubt. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question? I'm sorry. I just didn't have any. I don't have anything off the top of my head. That's fine. Um, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Hmm. <laughs> Submitted by me. <laughs> <laughs> Was it really? No. Oh, okay. Because that would be weird. <laughs> what are you doing for Valentine's Day? It's a Sunday. Being preggers. Yeah. yeah. Well, that doesn't really change anything. Because we don't do anything. <laughs> well, it's a Sunday. <laughs> I mean, true. It's a Sunday, so we'll probably... Brunch. Brunch. Maybe... Um, football season will be over. Yeah. Sundays are a big football day around here. Even though the Patriots aren't going anywhere this it's year. It's okay. don't matter to me. I just want to see a good game. I do, too. I want to see Tom Brady hoist that. That's seventh. Well, when this airs, it's going to be over. So y'all know. Yeah. Tom Brady won. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even bitter that he left the Patriots. So. No, no. But people you, around here don't care about do, football, so let's thing. move on. What are we doing for Valentine's Day? Probably sitting around the house, hanging out with the dog, having brunch. There's not a lot of options. There isn't. 
I mean, it's COVID still. Yeah, there's there's still a lot of things that are closed around here. It's not like uh, we're not having big parties. No. Not that people have big Valentine's parties. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny, though? Like Super weird. Together, like a paper bag like you did in grade school and make a Valentine for everybody? We would be really weird if we Except did it's wife swap. It's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say probably not much of anything except going out to brunch. I don't want to cook on Valentine's Day. No. If, if cooking needs to happen, we'll go somewhere. Or I'll, or I'll if, cook. If cooking needs to happen. Like if we plan to eat that day. Or I'll cook. Um, it's yeah, happened. so not much of What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Message me because this is going to be the day before Valentine's Day that it airs. Any like fun COVID friendly ideas? And by COVID friendly, I just mean not much is open. Right. Because not much is open. All right. Next question. Okay. Why do I sabotage myself when I'm finally succeeding? Fear of success. No. I have get you, these kinds of messages. Have you tried journaling? I get these kind of messages a lot. And I've started asking, first, do you listen to the podcast? People usually say yes. And then I'll say, have you heard me say you're solving for the wrong thing? And they'll say no. And then I'm like, okay, either you don't listen to the podcast or you're not really listening. Because I say that all the time. It's funny. Sometimes when these questions come in, I think you guys are going to be like, she just talked about this like seven minutes ago. She talks about this every week. Because that's how I, but I get that. Everybody hears it in terms of their own situation. And so while questions seem like we answer them every week, it doesn't seem that way to the listener. At least that's, that's what they say. That's what they tell me. When somebody says, why do I sabotage myself? I really, really, really need you guys. If you're washing dishes, stop for a second. If you're folding laundry, put it down. If you're driving, maybe pull over or pause If you're pause journaling, it. continue. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I really need you guys to hear this because this is an opportunity for a huge step up in the way that you think. And when you do that, your behaviors, your choices, your motivation, your discipline, your execution, they all get easier. So please lean into this. The question is, why do I continue to sabotage myself when I'm finally succeeding? You're solving for the wrong thing. Anytime that you think something or you say something. You're putting your brain to work. And your brain works consciously, but it also works subconsciously. It works while you're washing the dishes and you're thinking about your to-do list. It's still working on that problem or that question or that thing that you gave it to work on earlier. Your brain is always trying to solve these, these puzzles or these riddles that you give it. So when you say, why do I sabotage myself? Your brain, consciously and subconsciously, is going to work to prove to you all the reasons that you sabotage yourself. Well, here, it's because of this. And here, it's because of this. That is not what you need. You do not need to make a case for why you sabotage yourself. Again, I said this earlier. When I, I My greatest passion is helping people become a better thinker because when you do that, you become a better decision maker. And when you do that, effort, progress towards your goals becomes more effortless and things don't upset you or rile you up the way that they used to and you just are a more successful and a more happy human being. You don't need to make a case for all the reasons that you could possibly sabotage yourself. That's the last thing that you need because now you believe in that pattern even more. Alternatively, a better way to approach this is 
what am I able to do today to continue towards my goals? What am I able to do today to be my own best ally or to advocate for myself in progress in this area? That is what you want to figure out, right? We don't need to get a PhD in the psychology of the problem. Like, I totally understand why I sabotage myself. That's not what you're after. What you're after is no longer choosing this behavior. But for as long as you're like, dear brain, prove to me why this is such a problem. Dear brain, show me all the reasons that I can't change. You're going to stay in that pattern. If What is the opposite of sabotage? Consistency, resilience, steadfastness, whatever. Ask yourself, put it in the way of what can I do to get better, to do better, to be more consistent today? That is what you want. You don't want to understand why you suck. That is not the goal. She's not saying you suck, by the way. No offense. Just saying. That fires me up. Because that's, that's I, I say it like every single week. And I think people, I know it, it's tough when you're listening to a podcast and you're doing other things to like really make it your own and turn it into a practice. But with this, I have this conversation in DMs over email, honestly, multiple times every single day. And I just want people to really wrap their minds around what it means that they don't feel like they're stuck in this pattern of behavior when really all they're, all they're doing is trying to prove to themselves the validity of the problem. That's not the goal. No. No. Okay. You can go to the next question. How can I continue making healthy choices when I don't feel like it or when I'm not seeing results? I think you know the answer. Not you, Chris. When it doesn't, I, it doesn't begin with a J. I think you know the answer. And this is another opportunity for a big mindset upgrade. And this is another opportunity to look at a false wall. If I recall, you, you just do the damn thing. Well, not, not only that. If I reached out to this person and said, hey, I'm just, I'm having a tough day. I'm feeling a little down. I'm not motivated. I know I really want to eat well, but I'm not in the mood. Like, do you have any advice for how I can do it when I don't feel like it? I know, I know I would bet money that you would have some ideas for me. But what a lot of people do is they stop at the problem as if they're not capable of coming up with the answer. But you are. You are. You absolutely are. If you can come up with this question, and I'm glad that you did, I want you to know that you can also come up with the solution. The challenge is that a lot of people are stopping there at the problem, at the frustration, at the past pattern. You have the intellectual capacity. You have the tools to solve it. The issue is that for a lot of us, and frankly, it can be like a hall pass. It can just be really convenient to be like, oh, I have this question. How am I supposed to write when I'm just not motivated to write? And then we stop because now we have identified a potential thing in the way. Work's done. Problem over. Oh, woe is me. No, that is where you start. That is not where you stop. And I know, especially with a question like this, this isn't a question like how is alcohol metabolized, right? Which even then, go Google it. You, you, you can find the answer there yeah. too. You have the tools. You have the options. You have the intellectual capacity to give yourself a solution here, a practice here, a step forward here. How do you make healthy choices when you don't feel like it or you're not seeing results? 
What's the small thing you can do? What is the little step you can take? What's an adjustment you can make? What's an improvement you can make? Why are you doing it? I've talked about this a lot with regards to um, not losing the baby weight after Dagny and then getting pregnant again. Why do I eat healthy? Is it just to lose weight? Because if it's just to lose weight, well, I'm not in a season of weight loss right now. So does that mean that I throw it out the window? No, I do it because I want to be healthy overall. I do it because I want to set a really amazing example for my kids. I do it because I feel better when I'm eating well than when I'm not eating well. So you got to look at your reasons here. If your only reason for eating well is to, quote, see results, then you're going to have a hard time when you're not seeing results. But I know there are more reasons than that. You just have to call them to mind. You have to do that work. You can't just stop at the question because I know you've got answers. doesn't mean there's one right answer and everything's wrong. There's probably 50 right answers here. Right. Ask yourself this question. And, and Chris joked journaling is not the answer here. I think it can be. Take this question to paper and ask yourself, be a creative, energetic problem solver. If you haven't read that in Chasing Cupcakes, you need to. Dive into that. If you've already read it, read it, read it again. The chapter about customer service being an inside job. Would you expect to call Maytag when your washer breaks and have them be like, huh, how do we fix a washer that doesn't spin? Goodbye. Like you expect more from them in the way of problem solving. And you can't have standards higher for a $12 an hour customer service rep on the phone than you do for yourself Y'all and your just life. you got a raise. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to have higher standards for your own problem solving than you do for somebody else's. Yeah. So that's, that's, I got like. Yeah, you're a little. Into it today. You're a little worked up. Yeah. You know why? Wow. I slept in this morning. You did sleep in a little bit. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of awake time in the night, but I still stayed in bed a lot longer. I actually slept in as well. I know. Good for us. Now we're going to go have brunch, but not before we give away Sleep Plus. Come back next week for this week's winner. (laughs) No. (laughs) But guys, you're not going to find this on Amazon, so don't go to Amazon and Google Sleep Plus and be like, is this it? Because the answer is no. It's not available on Amazon. You can DM me if you're curious. If you want the details, I'll send you the link. Um... But today's winner gets this, and you can win in one of three ways. First, leave a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts. That enters you to win. Or you can leave a review of Chasing Cupcakes on Amazon. You have to have bought it and read it. Amazon does validate those kinds of things. So, like, if you haven't bought it, if you haven't read it, you're not going to be able to really leave a review. The third way, and you can do this as many times as you want. Do it six times in a week. you got six chances to win. Post on Facebook or Instagram an episode of this podcast that you're listening to or something that you've learned from the podcast. Make sure to tag me. Otherwise, I will know it's there. Tagging me on Instagram is at Elizabeth Benton. Tagging me on Facebook is at Primal Potential Podcast. And that's how you can win our winner today. Our winner today. I really, like, in my mind, there's a song going on because of this person's name. This is me. I don't know that song. It's from um, the movie mm-hmm. greatest showman with hugh jackman about um ringling brothers guy how's it go barnum and bailey how's it go uh well this is me and it goes on and on i'm not gonna sing it oh okay. but it's, it's going to my head because this person's name is at this is me underscore cassie i wonder if it's a a, a nod to that song maybe because it's, it's a I very mean, popular it's, movie it, it's what's well, a very popular song for people who may feel they're outside of the norm 
Hmm. Uh, whether it be LGBTQ, anything like that, uh, fit over under, you know, over thin, overly big. Just this is me. Oh, it's yeah. kind of what the song is oh, about. Oh, because the bearded lady sing it. Yep, uh, all, well, all of the people in the show sing it, hmm. and they all have a different reason for singing it. And I, I mean, it's it's a really fantastic song in that respect. Um, but that's because who's, of the name. Who's our winner again? Tell me. At this is me underscore Cassie. If that is your Instagram handle, congratulations. Email Christopher at primalpotential.com. Tell him you are the winner for episode 855 of Sleep Plus. Include your mailing address. You've got 60 days to send that email from the date this podcast airs. Otherwise, we take your Sleep Plus ourselves. Yes, yeah. all of it. Yeah. Not, not at once. But Not at once, but all of it. We prescribed will, dosage. We will for sure. <laughs> we will for sure use it. All right, everybody. We're going to brunch. Have a happy Valentine's Day tomorrow. That, that too. Celebrate your love. <laughs> Try and say it without gritted teeth, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Take care, guys. We'll talk to you Bye. soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.